0: And listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Just been high punching, low punching, falling in a manhole. That's about it. That's all I can do.
2: That's all you can do. Yeah. So, just been who you who you been punching?
1: The green guy. green haired guy. The
2: green guy. Yeah. Green guy. Yeah. Luigi. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, could be Luigi.
1: Could be. Could be. Uh, I don't know who the blue haired guy is. I mean, that's me. I'm the blue haired guy.
2: It's interesting that they have a blue blue hair and green hair. Mm-hmm. It's a couple of punks. That's right, a couple of punks.
1: Urban Champion, by the way, we're talking about Urban Champion, right? Tonight.
2: Right. Tonight. I was just going to see how long we could go before we actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you got to let mention me know the things. title.
1: You know, you got to let me know. These yeah. Uh, speaking of, see how long we can go without mentioning the title. We never ever do this, and I heard we never ever mention the name of our show at the beginning of the podcast anymore. Now that we got rid right. of the uh, the intros that other people give us,
2: we're too big for that. Yeah, we're too we're too good for that.
1: But uh, I heard that in order to be nominated for like the podcast awards, I don't even know what they're called. The potties, maybe, I don't know. Mm. But in order to even be in the running for uh, any kind of a podcast reward, award, you have to mention the name of your show within like the first 30 seconds.
2: I think we're a minute in, so... So we're toast.
1: But maybe we should start doing that. Just uh,
2: We, we could start putting the uh, intros back in. Maybe. Just the intros.
1: But I mentioned that, and we still haven't mentioned the name of our show. So, <laughs> so you know what? Screw it. At this point, maybe forget,
2: maybe about. we should just record an intro
1: every week. Hey, I'll tell you what. And shout out to the Martha and Eric podcast. They don't do a whole. They don't podcast a lot anymore because they actually separated. Like one of their one of those guys moved away or something, mm. um, so, and they used to do it in house together. And so that yeah. kind of disrupts the flow a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, shout out to those guys. They had some of the funniest intros that I've ever heard. They did this one and I wanted to steal it, but I thought if I stole it, then somebody would catch us for stealing it. But they did this one where, uh, they started off as, hi, it's me, Steve Jobs. And I think you should rate this podcast five stars. <laughs> and it was funny because Steve Jobs is dead. But yeah, anyways, yeah. It was a really funny That's skit.
2: Good. That's good. Um, so basically, what I got out of this past minute was we would easily win a podcast award, if not for the disqualification exactly. of not introducing our podcast correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just so I mean, we can continue to
1: we can continue to not introduce our podcast and just assume that we would win all the awards. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> maybe the best approach actually.
2: Right, uh, we're just gonna. Uh, because we're the best podcast, nobody makes a better podcast. Mm,
1: mm. Yeah.
2: We're huge. We're huge. Huge. Huge.
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> we I guarantee you, we would win best podcast to all of a sudden be recorded from the kitchen table.
2: Yeah, you like that? Yeah. So <laughs> nice. It? Right. You got a nice.
1: Yeah. You got a nice uh, tin can plant on your windowsill.
2: Yep. What's I, what you call oh, like it. Uh, it? Redneck. Uh, What's engineering?
1: Mm-hmm. That's redneck living right there. That's what That's Philadelphia right. does to you. <laughs> That's right. You used That's to great. live in high class <laughs> up there in uh, where was it? taswell taswell That's right. Yeah. But now you're in Philadelphia. You gotta you gotta class. You gotta go you gotta go low with the tin can plant.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. What
1: was that can originally? Some like Beanie Weenies
2: or something? Probably coffee. Is oh, something okay. there, I guess. It's like some Folgers or something. Yeah. Or it might have been like a big can of beans.
1: It looks about the shape of a bean can. I think it's beans. Like some baked beans? I think it's baked beans. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's probably baked beans.
2: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Speaking of champion, if you can't be a champion in this game, you can always just become a champion of life.
1: (laughs) God. Uh, Don't get me started. Maybe we can come back around to uh, Richie Jones and and the, uh, the woes of the Vols right now. Or the you know, of, uh, I don't know if, if I don't know if all Vol fans are the same right now, mm-hmm. but I know us two Vol fans are a little
2: frustrated. If you were making a comedy of somebody that you could never like get him to admit that maybe things are not going well, it, I don't know if you could script it better than how he yeah. speaks. <laughs> like, I mean, okay, well, it's, it's,
1: you know what? Urban Champion can wait. People know well, spoilers. I mean, let's be on, let's, spoilers. Be it's a terrible game
2: yes let's be honest we could probably talk about urban champion in about three minutes so yeah. so <laughs> okay we can go
1: we, can go, we can go in tangent uh yeah. so butch jones the coach of the tennessee vols for all those out there who uh, don't know who he is and haven't been listening to our podcast ever so mm-hmm. right. we like to talk about the vols because we're both ut alum went to went to the university of tennessee have always supported the vols all these years mm-hmm. Butch Jones, this year, was this was his year, right? Right. He's had long enough to where the recruiting class that he started with has now come to fruition. They're seniors. Uh, you know, we've got four, three years worth of recruiting. This mm-hmm. is the team, right? Not only that, but the SEC East is down. There's not anybody, there's no competition. Right. Come into this year, we're supposed to just... SEC's champions, no problem, right? Of course, we'd eventually go to the championship and get demolished by Alabama. We understand that, but mm-hmm. at least we'd be the SEC's champions, right? Right. Well, boo boo ba sound from uh, Price is Right. We lose to South Carolina and just screw everything up, right? Right. So, that happens. It's fine. It happens, okay? We screwed up. The problem is now it's, it's, it's official. Okay, we're right. not going to be the SEC's champions. Right. So in all the press conferences and things, they say, hey, are you disappointed that you're not going to be SEC champions? And Butch <laughs> Jones's just... response is, we never said we was going to be the SEC champions. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, we're winning
2: eight games. I don't know why you all are not happy. We should be happy. And then he went on with some kind of... Even worse tangent about talking about how these seniors are not going to be SEC champions, but they're champions of life,
1: of yeah. life, because <laughs> they graduated from the college.
2: Yeah, uh, but what would be interesting, and maybe this is a, maybe this is a comment that's insensitive, and I shouldn't make. But what would be interesting is to see how many outside of like Josh Dobbs are actually graduating.
1: I think they said ninety three percent actually. So I don't wow. know what that means. Ninety three percent. Yeah, so that's, depending on how many players there are, I guess that's maybe one guy that didn't graduate.
2: Well, you know, uh, uh, Conzo Martin had a good, uh, record graduating people. See what happened to him. (laughs) What was his record? I don't remember. Well, he, no, he. I can't figure out which part of it's sarcastic. (laughs) Well, I mean. I know one part of it is. People hated Conzo and they ran him out of town, but.
1: Yeah, well, it's probably because we're racist.
2: Probably to be honest but, be, yeah but uh, anyway yeah, sorry I didn't so, mean to bring it down th- that's just the, the frustrations of Tennessee ball fans that uh, it, and, you know the thing is is the, the, what aggravates me the most is what's thrown in my face is outside okay, there's, oh, the train. there's train.
1: train right. I'm going to wait about 20 minutes to see if he shows up
2: should be there, yeah. So uh, it uh, Hold on, my house is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, lost my train of thought because of the train.
1: That's okay. Just take your time. Uh, we'll just we'll just edit this part out, right? Or not? Which means we
2: won't. Right. Uh, we like to, we like to deliver it raw. That's right. Uh, speaking of raw. Did you see Goldberg come back? I
1: did. That's SmackDown, though, right?
2: Well, it was the uh, pay-per-view.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It was Goldberg and um, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. That's right. I didn't watch it, but I I saw it was happening.
2: So, full disclosure here, that this may discourage some of our fellow retro junkies and fans. I don't watch wrestling anymore. I used to. I used to. Yeah. I was a huge Goldberg fan, like most people were, uh, and I'd heard like some rumblings last week Goldberg's coming back, right? So I was uh, reading this article, which was actually a funny article. He's like, and for those of you who are sitting there thinking, I don't care, it's wrestling and it's fake. Well, you clicked on the article and you're reading it currently. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was talking about how Brock Lesnar. He'd only lost one time, uh, 12 years ago, to, to, to Bill Goldberg. Well, I mean, he's lost since, but, you know, he'd lost right. to Bill Goldberg, and that was the only loss he'd never avenged. That's what it was. That's what it was, yeah. 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 So, here comes Goldberg. Goldberg beats him in like a minute, right? Last night? Like, yeah.
1: Or whenever it was?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, two nights ago. Yeah. no. <laughs>
1: Yeah. It was Saturday. Maybe it was Saturday.
2: I think they, I think they did pay-per-views on Sunday. Okay, and maybe it was, last
1: night. Maybe it was yeah. last night. Okay.
2: But, yeah. But, the thing is, while I'm a huge Goldberg fan, and I watched, like, the replay on YouTube, and thought it was pretty cool, still got chill bumps when the music was playing, he busted out of the locker room door, you know?
1: Did he come out through the smoke, like, blow smoke? Oh, you yeah. Yourself? Oh, Man.
2: Nice. Full Goldberg. Full classic Goldberg. But, uh, I would be a little, I would be a little miffed if I paid for a pay-per-view and the big match was Brock Lesnar versus Bill Goldberg and it essentially lasted a minute. Yeah. Goldberg speared him twice, did the jackhammer and it was over. That sucks. Yeah.
1: I would hate that. The problem, though, I think is, isn't Goldberg, like, seriously injured? Isn't that the reason he quit? Yeah, Didn't he, like, he's got tear his knee problems. open or something?
2: Yeah, he's got some health problems. Yeah. So
1: maybe that's why it was a minute long, because he couldn't actually <laughs> handle <laughs> the, yeah, the he full...
2: Couldn't, he couldn't do it. Yeah.
1: He's like, yeah, I'll come back, but i got to win, and it's going to be really fast. my <laughs> knee can't handle it.
2: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> he gets backstage and just immediately starts writhing in pain. Yeah. <laughs> he puts on the he
1: puts on the speedo and he's like,
2: Oh this is all I can do. <laughs> they just pump him up full of painkillers right before he runs out. Alright, these are only gonna last about ten minutes. So you, gotta, you gotta make your choose your time wisely.
1: Okay, so your tangent got hit by a train, turned into a different tangent, I'm pretty sure, and we completely right. lost the original tangent. I don't even know what it was.
2: Original but, tangent was Bush Jets. Okay, yeah, but I had something else to say about. It. Oh, I know what I was going to say. What the train interrupted me was what what keeps smacking me in the face about this Tennessee season is that we could easily not even have the record that we have. Oh yeah, I mean, Appalachia State could have beat us. Probably should have beat us if you argue it. Uh-huh. Georgia should have beat us. Yep, because we just won that on a miracle throw. I mean, so there's two losses easily. So you're you're looking at six and five, you know. Ohio even came fairly close to beating. Yeah, this. and and Missouri, yeah, the score ended up being sixty-three to thirty-seven, but for a long time it was a one-point game, like up until like the fourth quarter was yeah. a one-point game. Mm-hmm. So and Missouri's like definitively the worst team in the SEC. Right. Yeah. So. How about Urban Champion? How about
1: Urban Champion after 15 minutes of Tangents?
2: Yeah. Nobody really listens to this podcast or Urban Champion. I,
1: I honestly think that if... if th- we have the dedicated listeners that listen to every episode no matter what. And then mm-hmm. we have the ones that listen depending on what the game is, right? Mm-hmm. So those that don't listen to every episode, if they turned on Urban Champion episode, they're totally here for the Tangents because there's no reason to listen right. to the Urban Champion. But history maybe? Do we, is there history for this game? It's a we Black Box game.
2: We do have history, and it actually is interesting history. So, first part of the interesting history is that this game was released in Japan in November 14th, 1984. So, we are a week late, but this would have been its uh, 32nd anniversary.
1: Oh, how about yeah. that? Older this, than me. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's uh, actually a little younger than me by like a couple weeks yeah came out like two weeks after I was born yeah <clears throat> but uh, one of the things that was so surprising is you know I played this game before I looked at the history right mm-hmm. and uh, spoiler I read everybody's comments on Facebook and everything oh you so you cheated and, sure sure Yeah, and uh, well, I don't think that I don't think their comments would have biased me on this game but we'll get into that <laughs> on the gameplay okay <clears throat> the most interesting thing to me was who developed this game shigeru miyamoto mm-hmm. was the producer and uh nintendo r d1 was the developer of the game
1: yeah the and primo the primo cream of the crop
2: people mario zelda coming through uh and then we just throw up a little urban champion
1: so. I like they kind of spread themselves thin and urban champion may have been the the ugly stepchild yeah. that was the the product of that
2: I think that's true I think they spread themselves thin they tried to throw in a fighting game mm-hmm. that to go along with all their other games and they just had no business making a fighting game to be honest uh, and then the music I don't know what you thought about the music we'll talk about that later Hirozaku Tanaka
1: Yep,
2: yeah. So it's some got
1: some big name people. Involved. Big names
2: coming through here. So uh but this game was actually inspired by a nineteen eighty four Game and Watch title. You know what a game and watch is?
1: Oh yeah. I had uh I had two game and watches. Mm-hmm. I had the I had Mario's uh Cement Factory. Yeah. Which was okay. which was my favorite. And then I had I can't remember the name of it. It was one about... It was like there was the building on fire and the people were jumping out of the building and you had to bounce them over to the ambulance. I can't remember <laughs> the name of that one. I don't know how that but one. I, was. I had that one. So those are the two that I had. My favorite was the cement factory one, though. Okay. Okay.
2: Well, we've got... <clears throat> this one was developed on... Uh, after the gaming watch title, Boxing. Or was also known as Punch-Out, apparently. So. That's cool.
1: I, what always bothered me about the gaming watches, though, is that they weren't really watches. No, they were just game.
2: Uh, speaking of which, uh, my mom was going through storage building the other day, uh-huh. and had like a bunch of my old stuff in it. And so uh, she wanted me to come over there and get what I wanted. And uh, so I was going through a lot of my old stuff. Found a Tetris watch. A Tetris watch. Yep. You can play Tetris on it. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah.
1: Are you wearing <laughs> it right now?
2: And not right now, but uh, you'd,
1: you'd be you're too afraid it would mess up the
2: podcast, right? Yeah, it'd mess up my life <laughs> just be constantly playing Tetris. Yeah, yeah, That's but I got a bunch cool. of all my Power Ranger stuff, oh, which, yeah. as a matter of fact, is worth some money, apparently. I'd all sell the original it. stuff, yeah. I'd sell it. yeah, I think I am actually going to sell the Power unless Rangers
1: unless Leah or uh. <laughs> Yeah, Ella. Right. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I don't know what happened. I just completely yeah. blanked on your other daughter's name. Unless one of them wants Power Rangers stuff, then I would.
2: Well, see, that's the thing. They like Ninja Turtles. Or Leah likes Ninja Turtles. Ella has Ella's still in the in the Barney phase yeah, I was about right to say, now.
1: She's she's a little young. too. she may Leah, be more like Power Rangers if you just hang on well, to her. In a, in a I don't years. know though
2: because the Power Rangers that like are popular now are not the Power Rangers that. That's were. true. That's true. So, all my stuff's like the original Power Rangers. So, I don't know if they're ever going to get into that. Like,
1: they like the yeah. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, because, well, the Ninja Turtles never really change. They're always kind of the same every <clears> time they come out.
2: Right, right. So. So, they'll probably get rid. Although, you know, I'm going to have to take back everything I just said. Because Ella has been running around with that, uh, with the Dragon Dagger.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Playing it. She even puts it up to her mouth like a little flute.
1: Nice. She
2: may or, How does may she even know seen, to do that? Well, she may or may not have seen me do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I <laughs> so, may have showed her a few times after it, but, <clears> okay. you know. Uh, but yeah, so she does like that. But anyway, it still so, works after so, all so, these years. Did you
1: have to put new batteries in, or the same no, batteries still work? Same batteries. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. So what you need to do then is when she gets old enough, you say, okay, now do you know where this came from? And then you just show her the entire series. Mm, Power Rangers.
2: mm -hmm. And, you know, really, Power Rangers is on Netflix. Oh, is it? The entire series is on Netflix. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. uh, Yeah, I tried to watch it one time and kind of, I don't know, it just doesn't. Doesn't hold up too well. It didn't hold up. Like you can like I've watched the uh, Ninja Turtle cartoons. Remember the old school cartoons? Mm-hmm. Those hold up. I'm like Anymore, I can actually sit and watch those. And Fire Rangers not so not so
1: much. Yeah. That's disappointing.
2: It's a little weak.
1: I haven't tried.
2: I'm afraid I think, to. I think all the flaws in the show were just glossed over by how awesome their outfits looked. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, helmets. Brother, right? the
1: helmets the helmets are so cool
2: I know yeah. so uh, I just kind of looked over the flaws back then but it's, they're hard to look over now so mm,
1: that's unfortunate yeah they're coming with anyway. a new Power Rangers movie sorry yeah did you see that
2: I have seen that
1: I don't know what that's going to be
2: like I don't know is, that, is Tommy going to be <laughs> 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 I feel like there's always these new generations of Power Rangers but Tommy's still in there he's always still a power. I
1: I don't think he's involved actually. For some reason,
2: he's an MMA fighter now. Yeah, is he any good? He's yeah. I looked up his record because he was trying to get a fight with uh, CM Punk. Like that was going to be his claim to fame Mm -hmm. when CM Punk came to the UFC, and boy was that a disaster. But anyway, uh, Tommy with Jason David Frank, whatever his name is. He wanted to try to get the the fight with CM Punk and the UFC yeah. were like no we're going to give CM Punk an actual UFC fighter. But the thing is is Tommy is like a 5th degree black belt or whatever. Oh, he's
1: gonna he's come up with his own form of martial arts. Like he has yeah. his own
2: thing that he's, he's come up with. And he's had MMA fights. Like he's I think he's even won those. So like he's not like just some slouch celebrity that wants to fight. So they were like, no, we're going to give him a UFC fighter. So they gave him a UFC fighter, and I, it may have lasted 90 seconds. <laughs> I don't know. Did you hear about it? No. Yeah, it didn't last. I was watching it, and it didn't last. It was, it was pretty sad. That's... I mean, props to him for doing it, but just, you know. The
1: uh, wrestling to UFC translation has not been good <laughs> in the, over the years. no. I remember... remember, uh, What was his name? Ken Shamrock tried to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Actually, he went from... I think he actually went from... Maybe not UFC. Well... Necessarily. But he went from MMA to
2: wrestling and then back. And then when he went back, it was terrible. When he went back, it was terrible. And that's the... uh, uh, But another problem with CM Punk was he tried to do this... He's like 38, close to 40 years old. Like, I don't know, you know, when you're that old... Trying to jump to uh, to the real thing coming from wrestling is not, probably not going to go well. Yeah, that may
1: be the, that may be what the kicker is because I think the same <laughs> thing happened to Ken Shamrock. He was like 40 yeah. when he tried to go back.
2: Yeah. And then it's sad because you have to watch them just get their butts kicked until the ref says, okay, that's enough. But yeah. You
1: know. <laughs> See, I can tell right now. You know, I'm 31 going on 32. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you right now Anything that I did when I was 22 is mm-hmm. not happening now. I'm not even. I'm not even in bad shape necessarily. I'm still right. in like basically the same shape that I was in. But yeah. I, just the fact that I'm older, just, exactly. I don't know what it is—the bones or something—are just not not happening.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's that's true.
1: And uh,
2: yeah, I don't
1: know. I don't. I don't know. You're the one that's the doctor, but uh, to me. In my non-doctor mind, even being in the same shape, the age it plays a big factor. So I'm guessing that most
2: of these wrestlers and stuff probably stayed in pretty good shape, but just mm-hmm. the age just they're going to age, yeah. yeah. I, <clears throat> I think that uh, I think the one of the bigger problems too is that MMAs become a sport in and of itself. Used to, it was just kind of like this novelty thing that a bunch of guys used to play football or used to play whatever, boxing or whatever, just would go do, you know? Yeah. And now that you've got people that have actually started training at young ages and kind of raised up to be mixed martial artists, uh, you know, it, it's harder for guys to just jump into it. Than it is to just, than it used to. That makes yeah. sense.
1: That makes yeah. sense. Somebody who's been doing it their entire life mm-hmm. versus somebody who just wants to do it in the off season.
2: Yeah, it's not going yeah. to work out. Yeah. So anyway, back to Irving. Speaking Urban of champion. fighting, yeah, I mean it's it's on topic. Yeah, yeah.
1: Are we done with the history? Or do we get too tangent? Well, tangent. A little, a little
2: bit. A little bit. Little. Just a little bit more. I did want okay. to mention a couple things. This game did actually come out back out on the virtual console. It's on the Wii U if anybody's interested. Not advocating it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> if you were interested in that, uh, you can go ahead. And they were considering, apparently, an Urban Champion 2. But the sales were so low on the virtual console, they're like, no. They, they nixed the plan. But... Uh, Some of the reviews were actually pretty funny, so I'm going to read a few. Uh, Levi Buchanan noted it as one of the weakest NES games for the Virtual Console. GameSpot's Jeff Gerstman called it tedious when it was originally released. Now it's about as boring as it can be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see, there was one that was really good in here. Uh, Uh... well,
1: great podcasting.
2: Yeah, it's a great pod. It's a great pod. Uh, all right, I can't find it. Never mind. But uh, yeah, reviews were mostly negative. So, I can understand. Did you have this game, or did I you actually have to go out and buy it?
1: I actually had to buy it for the show and um, I'm not opposed to quickly turning it around and sending it out to a a B-patter. Some unfortunate soul. Some some unfortunate soul is going to get to experience this after me. Mm -hmm. Um, If it lasts that long. I may just break it. I don't know. It's not that bad. It's actually not that bad. It's not bad enough for me to want to actually tear it apart. Yeah. But... No, yeah, I, I did not have it. I'd never played it as a kid. I didn't even know it existed uh, for the longest time. Uh, I did figure out that it existed at least a few years ago. I think because of probably because of the virtual console. I think I saw it on there and I thought, oh, that looks interesting. And then I read some reviews and said, well, maybe I'll hold off. But yeah. I never actually played it until we did the show. This is the first yeah. time I ever played it. Oh, also, actually, no, i tell you what shout out to the no swear gamer he's the first one that I actually saw play it that's the actual first footage of the game i ever saw which is kind of sad that all those years later it's the first <laughs> time i ever saw it but he's the one i saw play it for the first time and he's the reason that i didn't i wasn't too gung-ho to play it at all anyways so yeah. but if you want to watch a cool video go watch his video he's it's pretty funny
2: yeah it was good i watched it but uh i was hoping the an angry video game nerd would i have this one but he he didn't do it. It was probably so bad he couldn't even
1: he couldn't even do it. Well, the problem, the big problem with doing this game in a video format or for a podcast is there's there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> it's it's like, there's a, there's I'm it's pretty a sure if, game. if somebody if somebody counts down the minutes that we actually talk about Urban Champion for this hour long podcast or however long it is, it's going to be in the Ten to fifteen minute range. Everything else is going to be tangents or trophies or something you know, not t- entirely related to the game. Thanksgiving stuff because we're actually going to use this as a Thanksgiving episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: yeah. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's. There's literally, and I love fighting games. I love just like, like, some of my favorite things to do is get Mortal Kombat or get, uh, uh you know, Street, Street Fighter what whatever, and just just do a fight. Not even, like, go through the series and, like, try to beat all the guys and unlock everything, but just do a fight. Like, that's mm-hmm. what this game should be. But it's just not. It's, it's not even fun enough, I think, to just sit down and play it. Yeah, if you had this. But, um, uh, so...
1: Uh, look, I'll give it. I'll, let me talk about some of the, I guess, redeeming qualities. It's got a few redeeming qualities. I like the setting. I think it's cool mm-hmm. that the you're brawling on the streets, right? And you got um, and you go screen to screen, and you're in front of these different environments, right? Like the bookstore or whatever. I think it's cool. I like. I think the graphics are actually kind of okay. I think it, I think it looks cool. Uh, i mm-hmm. think it sounds okay we'll, we'll get we'll get to all that more detail here in a minute but i think it sounds okay too um i'll tell you also i laughed out loud at this game like i hysterically started <laughs> laughing at one point i don't even i don't know if this happened to anybody else but i was fighting and i had no idea this was coming but both the characters ran to the side of the screen oh, looking that. around yeah. and whistling or whatever they're like pretending to not fight like i was in the middle of the fight and then all of a sudden both the characters run to either side of the building and just kind of pretend like they're not doing anything and a police car goes by yeah
2: that (laughs) was great i I I have to i just
1: had to set the controller down and just laugh out loud
0: that's hilarious
2: because that that
1: was hands down the best part of the game for me
2: inconspicuously we're not doing anything we're not doing anything why why would they add that in the game though i i that was my question. I mean, it's hilarious, but why would you put even bother putting that in there?
1: I don't know. I guess because they just had, not they didn't have a lot going on in the game, maybe, <laughs> so they just decided <laughs> we gotta add something <clears throat>
2: here. They could have been just tinkering with ideas.
1: Could have been. Yeah. I mean, that's it's, maybe it's that maybe what this entire this game, game was. Yeah, yeah.
2: All this game was but it was just a tinkering of things. Yeah, I could yeah. I could see that being the case.
1: Um, I have the manual. Yeah, Like we do. I wouldn't get too excited. There's not a lot to go over in the manual. Okay. Um, it does describe how to fight, which is something that would have been helpful if I would have looked at it before <laughs> I played the game. Because it's... <coughs> the controls in this game are... They're super simple, but there's a little bit of complexity to it. There's not a lot, but there's, there's a little bit. Enough to where just picking up the controller and trying to figure out I didn't do too well. Mm-hmm. But the D-pad, okay... You press forward to advance. Backwards will make your guy like duck back and dodge. Mm-hmm. And then down and up will change where you're guarding your fists, right? And it'll also change where you're punching. So you can either punch high or punch low. Right. Or guard high and guard low, right? Um And then what I never did figure out until I had been playing it for about 30 minutes is that one button punches quickly, one button punches slowly, the quick is weak, and the, and the slow is strong, right? Mm-hmm. I For some reason, I just could not get that through my head. <laughs> I don't know why.
2: It's a little bit of a, yeah, hard to but, think of when you're in the moment.
1: Yeah, but if you punch hard, the guy goes tumbling back. If you punch weak, he just kind of stops. So I guess the idea is to punch weak to stop him from punching, and then punch hard when he's not punching mm-hmm. and knocking back. But the the main premise of the game is to knock your guy, the opponent, off the screen. So it's kind of like sumo wrestling in a mm-hmm. way, right? You want to knock him off the screen. And you mm-hmm. knock him off the screen three times, and he eventually falls into a manhole. And then so confetti confetti streams down on you.
2: Yeah. You knock their block off. You knock them That's off right. the block.
1: Knock them off the block. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah, there's nothing in this manual. I'm sorry. There's just well, nothing. There's a stamina meter also that if you run out of stamina, you... You can't do anything, really. You can't do strong punches anymore.
2: Um, I got, uh, I got, well, I've got the box. Okay. He pulled that. Okay, there's the, probably the story more the is box pretty funny. than, uh... So, are you tough enough to take on the baddest guys on the block? No, I'm not. Okay, well, they asked that question, and then the first sentence, that's like in, in bold, right? And then the very next sentence is, Think you're tough, huh? Did they need to ask both questions? Uh, I think you're tough, huh? Well, you better be, because you've got to be quick on your feet and fast with your hands to become the next urban champion. You've got to block fake and land chant punches that will knock your opponent off the screen. Do that three times, and there will be a confetti celebration in your honor as you become the new Urban Champion. But watch out. Just when you think you beat him to the punch, you fall into an open manhole or get hit <laughs> by a falling flower pot. Oh,
1: no. Think
2: think you can handle the action? Then prove it. I can't do it. Play by yourself or challenge a friend. Either way, you'll have a knockout time defeating the toughest guys in the neighborhood in Urban Champion. I like it.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. That's pretty good. It almost makes me want to play it again. Almost. Not really. No, not quite.
2: No. <clears throat> yeah.
1: So. It's kind of like Fight Club, really. They could have named this game Fight Club, right? And just put <laughs> uh, a version of um, Edward Norton on there and Brad Pitt.
2: Yeah, uh, 15 years before that movie came out.
1: That's right. When did the or, book come
2: out? Well, I don't know.
1: It came out a lot earlier. So that's, maybe, true. Maybe, that's true. Maybe it happen.
2: Yep, that's true. Uh, what about? Uh, I, I like how the the the, the box plays it up, but do you feel like you're ripped off when the box plays it up and you get into a game and it's not any good?
1: Yeah, I do feel like that, and that happened a lot with the NES, unfortunately. Like, the box would always be so awesome. There'd be an awesome picture on the box, or there'd be an awesome description on the back. Mm -hmm. And then you get in the game, you're like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Not at all. Sometimes it worked, though. I mean, like, Ninja Gaiden has an awesome box, and the game's awesome, and it all works. But that's just an example. But this game... Yeah, you know. Here's the thing. I, I love the fact that we're... There's a train yes how long did it take did you time it's about
2: 24 minutes about 24 minutes okay yeah Great pod yeah just oh
1: no I'm just pausing to let it let let, let this listener hear proof proof that we live close by there it is there it is alright anyways uh, I love how we're trying really hard to give this game redeeming qualities but let's just really let's really get into it this game is terrible yeah
2: It's not fun at all, really. It's not fun at all. Because it's just so, like, the controls aren't good. It doesn't feel like a fighting game at all. And you don't, everything's just the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. You don't do anything. different. No,
1: you're always fighting the same green guy. You're always the same blue guy. And you just, for me, it got to the point where I would just hit the strong punch over and over again. And I would just keep knocking the guy off. Yeah. And I would hit the strong punch, I'd move forward. Hit the strong punch, move forward. Hit the strong punch, move forward. Until finally I got to a guy where that didn't work. And then I couldn't figure out a strategy to beat the guy that it didn't work on.
2: So then you <laughs> so, just quit playing. Yes,
1: yeah, so I just quit, quit playing because I was already <laughs> done. I'd already beaten like 15 rounds. Mm-hmm. I'd done 15 rounds of just hitting the strong punch over and over again. And then when I finally get to a guy that, that
2: doesn't work on, I'm thinking,
1: okay, well, I don't even care to figure out a strategy. This is, yeah. this is just boring at this point.
2: What a terrible gift this would have been to get Christmas. <laughs> this, this is the in. gift
1: that your parents give you when they want you to actually hang out with the family instead of playing video games all day? Yeah.
2: They don't it's like Yeah. They you, actually you, don't like you.
1: Yeah. You go play this game and you're like, okay, this, you know what would actually be more fun than playing video games right now? Hanging out with my
2: parents. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, and, oh man, yeah. There, and what really baffled me... Now, I didn't get anywhere near the end. And I'll tell you why I didn't get anywhere near the end. is because how long this game is... You know how many people there are... There's like 50 to
1: rounds, right?
2: Yeah, there's 45 rounds. So you got to get 45 medals. Each medal, you have to beat three guys. So that's what? Uh... 135 people that you have to beat... I actually beat the game? Uh, yeah, well, that's 135 screens, it. right? Yeah.
1: That you have to knock people through? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy.
2: Has anybody ever done it?
1: I'm sure somebody's done it. I mean, they have to. People are weird. They just the, People play games, even if they don't like them, just to say that they've beat them. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. with a lot of time on their hands. Okay, here's the deal. If you were a kid, let's say you're seven year old Justin okay mm-hmm. and your parents gave you this game so you had this game and you had Mario that you had beaten a bazillion times mm-hmm. would you not spend the time you'd probably spend the time on this game because it's all you had you know and you'd beat it and you might even you might even like it you might you may have nostalgia glasses today if you had a, if you had this as a kid and this was one of the okay. only games you had yeah Um, maybe not probably not actually never mind forget it probably not Yeah. No. not for this game
2: no. Uh, I tried to look up the end screen and I don't see anything. I'm gonna pull up this YouTube video and see if it tells me anything. Uh, well, this game
1: is this game is basically an arcade game. Like a lot of the black box games were. There, right. there may not be an ending. It may just be congratulations, you beat forty five rounds.
2: Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. Right. It may just be you just get as many rounds as you can. This seems like a game that you put quarters in. You know what I mean?
2: Well, yeah, it does seem like it's just a lame. Uh... Yep, it, there. I just watched the ending. It doesn't do anything. It goes yeah, it back to the original screen. Yeah,
1: that's what I kind of figured. You get okay. a
2: confetti, and it goes back to the original screen. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> <And> so <laughs> it makes it even it, worse. Let's put ourselves in 1984, though. Is okay. there any redeeming quality to a game like this in
2: 1984, right? Maybe. When did I don't know.
1: When did When did Better
2: Fighters come out?
1: Like when did the original Street Fighter come out? Because it wasn't great, but it was better than this game.
2: The original uh, Street Fighter. Well, I, I'll do you one better. Let's see. Well, the original Street Fighter came out in
1: 1987. Okay. When did Kung Fu come out? Kung Fu. That'd be a good. That'd be a good one. Because it's not really a fighting game, but right. it's just an awesome game. So, yeah. So, no, we mentioned good. kung fu. We mentioned kung fu so much on this show that if anybody
2: listening has not played it yet, okay. I mean, come on. Well, no wait a minute. Yeah, it came out in December 1984. Kung Fu did a month after. Okay. So seriously, people, <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? Okay. I really, though,
1: honestly, I really do think that it's just that Nintendo had spread itself thin and was trying to to tack on a fighting game Mm -hmm. and just, you know, probably shouldn't have been trying. Yeah, should have stopped. I mean, if they would bump this game down a couple years, right? Like to, I don't know, 1986 and had spent a little more time on it, just kind of... Playing around with it in their spare time, this may have ended up being a pretty good game because there's a lot of neat
2: ideas in it. Really, mm-hmm. there's the premise is not bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of like the premise. I but it, let's say, okay, here, think about this. What if they would have turned this into a super early beat 'em up? Right. What if instead of knocking the guy out off the screen to the right, you just continued to go right mm-hmm. with the same kind of mechanic—high, low, and blocks and stuff—and yeah. Maybe just continue to go right. You had different enemies, not the same green-haired guy over and over again.
2: And when the cop showed up, you had to actually run back, like if you heard the. Yeah, salary. you had to
1: do it instead of the game doing it for you. You had right. to go hide or something and pretend mm-hmm. like you weren't
2: fighting. That would be
1: cool. Just some anything to mix it up.
2: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But maybe it was a rush. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was a rush to production.
1: We'll never know unless we get a get Miyamoto on this show.
2: Yeah, does he speak good English? Do we know?
1: I think he speaks okay
2: English. Not okay. great, but okay.
1: So. No, 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 we we just need
2: okay. We, we don't speak great.
1: <laughs> 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 we speak as good as English as he does, probably.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I mean, you know, that's fine. And well, okay, speaking of Miyamoto, what about Tanaka? What about the music? Did you like the music?
1: I actually really did like the
2: music. That was
1: kind of the redeeming quality of this game. Mm-hmm. It was simple, but I thought it was... I liked the way it changed between the different screens and yeah. whenever things, different things would happen. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So I, I really did like the music.
2: Yeah, I didn't think the music was bad. Train number two? Another one? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to they It's like a night. It's like night, but we get so many. I don't know, I don't get it. What are they hauling?
3: Tons
2: coal. of stuff. Huh? Probably coal. Probably coal. coal. <clears throat> I, don't know. I don't know what they're all But But, uh, yeah. They come through your all the time at night.
1: Does it wake they, you up or are you getting used to it?
2: I, I'm used to it. And for a long time when we first moved, or uh, Ella didn't didn't take too well to it. She's slowly almost gotten used to it now.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well but how old is she now? Two?
2: Mhm. Almost. She's twenty one months, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's that'd be hard on a two year old.
2: Yeah. So uh so it used to wake her up, it doesn't wake her up so much anymore. But yeah. So just shakes the glasses on you
1: know. Yeah, shakes the house.
2: Yeah. So,
1: that's alright It happens
2: yeah
1: mm-hmm. but anyway I've lived I've lived near a train pretty much all my life so oh, yeah. I'm, I'm well beyond used to it like when I at my parents house we were about the same distance away from a train as we are now in our house now so
2: yeah I mean I'm used to it we used to live out there you know the little neighborhood we lived in next to the high school for a while yep
1: and that's
2: Probably real close
1: there's a train real close there
2: yeah so I've, of course that's the product growing up in Loudon and Philadelphia which there's a lot of history behind like Loudon and Philadelphia used to be like big towns because the, because the train came train through. ran through yeah. yeah so yeah
1: same with same with Little City I mean basically the train comes through you know mm-hmm. you get all this uh, commerce and things
2: right right trains and, and the- horses.
1: Well, we don't use those anymore. Well, apparently we use trains. A oh, wow. lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What think, about the graphics?
2: Uh, there's just not much. There's not enough to it to, for me to give it a good grade. You know? Like, yeah. the backgrounds are the same. They change the color of the bricks. Mm. But the guys are the same guys, so the sprites don't change. It, there's not there's not enough to it. Not to say that the graphics were bad.
1: What's there is good.
2: Yeah. But that's all there is.
1: Yeah. Like when yeah. you turn on the game and you hit start and it shows you the first screen where it's blue-haired guy, green-haired guy, and a building. That's pretty much all you're going to get the whole time.
2: The whole time. Yeah. And it's not like the guys that were developing this game couldn't do more with the Nintendo system we've seen what they're capable of doing right so
1: and they did it around the same time or even before with a couple games where they've right. done more
2: right but this one just you know you almost want to think and clearly this is all speculation but was Nintendo like we need to make a well-rounded system and so we want to have a fighting game so mm-hmm. you guys need to develop a fighting game and they were like we don't want to develop a fighting game and they're like you got to develop a fighting game and and so they were like they just threw it together didn't really they didn't have any heart and soul into it because they didn't care about it you know right
1: yeah I can see that I wonder why somebody would say you have to have a fighting game though in 1984 because mm-hmm. there weren't a lot there were right. some but there weren't a lot of fighting yet it, it wasn't yeah it wasn't serious like it is now mm-hmm. or like it was in the 90s and in the 90s it was huge but oh yeah it still is to an extent. Speaking of And which, some people will probably argue that it's more so now, but
2: I wouldn't. No. You can't beat the glory days. But, speaking of which, do you know there's a new Mortal Kombat movie coming out?
1: New Mortal Kombat movie? Mm-hmm. No.
2: Yeah. Looks pretty did you sweet. Like the, did you like Sounds the you like? Sounds like it's going to be pretty sweet. I like the original.
1: The original original? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, the second was Annihilation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's was pretty good,
1: too. Was it? I haven't seen them in a while. I don't know if oh. I would still like them. When I was well, a I'll kid, I liked this. them.
2: Yeah. Might get might have to go back to my Power Rangers comment on this one, too. Yeah, that's true. I might watch them now and think they're terrible, but... No, wait a minute.
1: Yeah, well... You know, that's why we don't go back and watch old movies a lot. Well, Although, I, I thought know.
2: about... What? The Ninja Turtles 1 oh, and 2 no, are still one, Those totally hold up. Those totally hold up. Yeah. They hold up. Yeah, so...
1: Yeah. I've thought about doing something like that for a Patreon episode, but two things. One, I feel like we got enough to talk about during Patreon episodes. We haven't had a lack of things to talk about yet. Yeah. So maybe if we start running out of things to say, then we'll just do something like that. But two, Tadpog totally beat us to it, and I don't want to copy them yet again. Uh, so, okay.
2: so we were going to do that. Well, the election slowed down, so we can really pretty much talk about other things on Patreon episode. We
1: yeah. can talk about anything we want. We've had some requests for various Patreon things that are not NES related, like s- some people want to talk about some Super Nintendo games and stuff.
2: So I don't know. Well, I'll be down with that. I don't want to steal. I don't want to steal Greg Poland
1: No, I don't want either. I don't want to either. So Sorry. I don't want to like straight up just talk only about an SNES game. And make mm-hmm. it like a, so, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. We may yeah. dabble in some things like that. We won't dedicate a whole show to an SNES game though, because that, that would be yanking from Greg and George. We don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Anybody. So let's, just, let's do it. Fun or wor- fun worth it? Do you know how much well, this game goes for?
2: It, it, I, I looked it up. Does out it of, matter? It goes up about eight, <laughs> about eight to ten bucks. I and mean, it's a cheap game. You could probably find it for five bucks at a flea market. No problem.
1: I say if you can find it for under five, go ahead. What the heck? What's, yeah, what is that? That's like a Big Mac meal?
2: I don't think there's any reason to buy it, to be honest, though. They they don't gave think it you do for five bucks. That's true. I mean, like, because you're going to take it home, you're going to play it like maybe once, and you're never going to play it again. Unless you just, you know, want it for your collection. That's true. That's the only <laughs> reason you could buy it with you.
1: I mean, really, that, that's true because I bought this for the show. Mm-hmm. And every time I buy a game for the show, I, can't, I play it, and then I decide do I want to keep it for myself and play it more often, or do I want to just give it away for the show, or do I want to buy another game to give away for the show? And we, by the way, we're doing a terrible job at giving things away on the show. Like <laughs> we're, we are the worst. theres I have a list. Seriously, I have a list of about 15 different things I have to send to okay. people. I haven't sent a one. It's been like a year and a half. I haven't sent anything to anybody. <laughs> I think people are probably thinking they've given up on me, but we haven't. We're just the worst people at sending things.
2: Here's the deal. What's your weekend work schedule look like? Pretty open okay so we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll set a plan we'll, we'll,
1: okay let's get a plan I've got about I've got those 15-ish things plus another 30 things for you to sign that okay. I got for the junk box so we just need to get together let's just have do a it, signing party and get it done It take about all you gotta do is sign a bunch of stuff so it'll take about 20 yeah. minutes we just gotta get together and do it so yeah. we need to sign a bunch of stuff and then I'll just start sending this stuff out because I got a ton of stuff sitting out anyways that's beside the point
2: yeah So anyway
1: So anyways yeah Unless uh, What I was trying to get at is I bought this game To play on the sh- for the show um, And I played it for Between 30 minutes and an hour I don't know how long I played it exactly But After that I was I have no desire to play it again I really don't yeah. So That's kind of how I am If that's if, if $5 is worth An hour of your time To play this game and you just want to play a game and not enjoy it all that much? <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want to spend your five to, five to ten dollars on, if you want
2: to spend your five dollars on non enjoyable time, <laughs> <laughs> if
1: if one hour of non enjoyment is worth five dollars of your of your money, then uh, by all means buy our champion. <laughs> or if you're or if you're a collector, that wants all the black box or wants all the games or something like that, then yeah, do it. But I'm with you Yeah, I'm with you it's not worth it it's not it's just not yeah there's so many better games than this game oh yeah, yeah. that came out for the NES and that are in the same price range I'm not even I'm not gonna say Kung Fu again but well the Kung just Fu. know that there's so many better games than yeah. this game yeah. for your money alright so. you got any trophies
2: I got a couple
1: okay
2: Alright, my first one is, how about a knuckle sandwich? Okay. And that is beat the guy in front of the snack bar. (laughs) Okay, that's a good one, that's a good one. Um, Wait, by the way, a couple of guys fighting out in front of a bar? A snack bar? (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. Well, you know, a couple of guys fighting out in front of a bar. Sounds like something typical. Yeah, but it's it's, it's a snack one. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's
1: funny. All right, my first one is called Pothead, and that is get a get a flower pot dropped on your head.
2: All right, um, mine is similar to that, but it is not a knucklehead today, and that is not getting hit by the flower pot.
1: Oh, so like dodging it. Or getting the other guy hit with the
2: flower pot. Yeah, even better.
1: Uh, Mine. I don't know how many rounds it takes, but mine. This is the easiest, easiest trophy I could ever come up with. Uh, Urban champion is the name of this trophy, and that is win all the rounds. However many rounds it is like sixty four rounds or something like that.
2: All right, all right. How about uh, say hello to the turtles for me. Oh, you stole
1: one of mine. Yeah, that one was too easy,
2: though. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And that is just knock your opponent down into the manhole Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, say hello to the turtles. That's good. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't have any more because you took mine. Although
2: mine wasn't,
1: mine didn't say say hello to the turtles for me. Mine was uh, Leonardo would
2: be impressed. All right, how about Tom Arnold would be impressed?
1: Okay, all right.
2: And that is actually beat this game. Because you'd have to be impressed <laughs> to actually sit there and put yourself through this mystery Yeah. beat this game. Yeah,
1: that's good. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, I got one. It's called Sweet Feed. Uh, yeah? Yep, Sweet Feed. And that is, um. I don't know. I was just trying to come up with something for Sweet Feed. Okay. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> I was just trying to do some more throwbacks. It's fine. It's cool. Uh, Sweet Feed is uh, beat the first round.
2: There you, there you go. go. <laughs> there you go. All That's right. Terrible. How about a game rating? Yeah,
1: I'm ready for game rating. Let's see. Type of flower. All right. Cuz you fight in this game and there's flowers right. dropped from the sky.
2: All right. I'm going to go with a dandelion. Oh, I hate it, dandelions. It's just a weed.
1: It's a weed. It's not even a flower.
2: You would think, like, yeah, you would think like it's a flower. Oh, it's pretty. No, nope, it's a weed. That's what this game is. How you think? Oh, it's a fighting game. Nope. it's terrible. It's just a weed. <laughs> yeah, it's weed. <laughs> oh man, I <clears> don't. <throat> I don't know if I can beat that rating. Dang. While you're hmm. thinking of that, uh, I'll mention my favorite. Meme that goes around during springtime. I thought you were
1: going to tell me your favorite flower.
2: No, no. Uh, um, you'll never get that out of me. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll get it out of you one of these days. <laughs> the my favorite meme that comes around during the springtime is the meme that has a bunch of lions that are like dressed up in suits, and it says, "You know, it's springtime when you see all the dandy lions."
1: Oh, yeah. lord. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right what's your flower
1: okay my flower is the uh hydrangea okay because because i don't know about you but for us in our house they are impossible to keep alive we cannot ever keep hydrangeas alive
2: now hydrangeas is the one that's like the big bush right yeah it has like the white and blue I think and so. pink. Okay, well that, the re, the reason I ask, I want to make sure before I told the story. Maybe
1: I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong.
2: No, no, I, I think you're right. That's right. Okay. So we moved into this house up in Thasle right three uh-huh. and a half years ago. However long ago that was. <clears throat> Beautiful hydrangea bush in the front of the house. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just got flowers everywhere. This is it's beautiful, right? So, uh, it, it dies in the winter as it's supposed to. We trim it. And for the next two years, it does not produce any flowers. It's just green. Mm-hmm. No flowers whatsoever. No beautiful hydrangea flowers. The year we're moving, this past summer... Here come the flowers. The beautiful, pretty flowers. Hmm. So, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that's
1: not what I'm thinking of, then. Actually, you may
2: be thinking of azaleas. Are you thinking of azaleas? No, I know what it is. Azalea is like a bush. Yeah, it's like a bush. Hydrangeas, I, I think I know what a hydrangea is. I think this is where the hydrangea is. Okay,
1: so we don't know anything about flowers on this show, apparently. <laughs> Because uh, what you're describing doesn't makes me feel like that's not what I'm describing. Okay. Anyways,
2: you, but that, probably, that's what that's what mine is. Yeah, no, Fine. what I'm talking about is a hydrangea.
1: Okay, you're right then. If me, I, I,
2: I got to look it up now. If I if, if I could screen share it and show you what a hydrangea looks like. I'm just gonna look up a hydrangea. Just Google hydrangea because then you'll pull up pictures. I'm looking at. Just sure. like white. The one
0: I'm looking at is blue. Oh.
1: Okay, I'm not a botanist, okay?
2: Well, <laughs> white, blue. I mean, there's white ones, there's, there's blue ones, pink ones. Riff raff. Okay, yeah,
1: that's it. That's it. Okay. The bush is not hard to keep alive, but it's hard to get it to bloom flowers. The, pl- the flowers,
2: yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, okay. that's what this game is.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> after, after a 10 minute conversation about flowers, this game. That's what it is, because it's a game. It's a simple game, but it's hard to make it fun. It's hard for me to enjoy this game. That's what I'm trying to get at.
2: right. I like it. Sweet. All right. Get some feedback. Oh, let's see. We do have some. We do have quite a bit. Uh, Eric Purcell says, The No Swear Gamer had a few things to say about this title.
1: He did, and we mentioned him earlier. That's Again, right. if you haven't uh, already, go check out his video. It's good. He just hit some big subscriber mark that should be celebrated and congratulated. Um, it's like two hundred thousand or something, something ridiculous. Hmm. Such a popular dude that guy. Yeah. You know.
2: Uh, Chris Randezo says, "I'm thankful I'm not playing Urban Champion." Pretty neat music in the game, though. I'd agree with that. Sean Muldown, he says, hope to hear some other callers as he screenshotted, or screenshotted his call into the show. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, Greg Polander says, a decent game when it came out, but terrible today, and one of the worst black box releases. I recall magazines and reviews of the game even when it was... New giving the game a D rank. Uh, Aaron Hickman said, literally the worst licensed fighting game on the system. Garbage. Makes the game we just covered, Slaughter Sport, look like Samurai Showdown. I don't know what those games are. Never heard of them. So. Actually, shout out. I just listened
1: to that episode about Slaughter Sport. It was actually pretty good. Okay. And the only reason it was good is because they had Landon on there. And I like Landon. <laughs> Okay. Nick Nick and Aaron can take a hike, but Landon, he's a cool guy.
2: <clears throat> okay. So Derek Fletchell says, "I briefly tried this one. I couldn't make much sense of it. Basic concept, but nothing worked correctly or consistently. Button mashing was a side of frustration." Uh, Stephen Michael, who we just had on, uh, said, "My favorite part of this game is fighting in front of a bookstore." I don't think there's anything else that's redeeming. Can anyone actually like this game? And Sean Muldowney says, I'm already glad I never played this game. I'll live it through, you guys. It's
1: probably the best approach. Just live through us.
2: Dave Vaught says, Thanksgiving, giving thanks, Urban Champion. You are sick people. LMAO. (laughs) LMAO LMAO hold the mayo
1: yeah, you gotta hold that F get rid of that F we don't that's it's too that's much too
2: much family friend that's right
1: uh, let me see if there's some Twitter stuff I feel like I saw a tweet about it and
2: there may be a Google Plus too we haven't heard have we heard from okay. Ryan
1: Ballard I was about to say do, it do has Ryan? to be somebody
2: that's name rhyme, rhymes with Mallard <laughs>
1: Ryan rhymes with Mallard Ballard. And now he's he no longer listens to the show.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Let's see, Urban Champion. Oh, nope, never mind. Just kidding. Nobody, nobody on Twitter. People on Twitter, they just all they do, is they just like and they retweet. They never comment. I guess it's hard to comment because you have to. It's weird because you have to actually tweet to comment or something. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah.
0: Do I don't know. Yeah. yeah don't we're get. too old for that, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, but Ryan Ballard says if it will load, I might just make it up because it's not going to load. Should I just make up what he said? Yeah, just make it up. He says, um, Had to YouTube this one. Looks rough, to be honest. I'm looking forward to your experience with it. It loaded right as soon as I was going to make it up. So I figured I'd go ahead and read it. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. And nice. yeah, there's no Twitter. So, on to voicemails. So this is supposed to be in a Thanksgiving episode, right? Mm-hmm. So I asked people to call in and tell us what they were thankful for. So we got we got two or three calls. Okay, good. Um, and I also wanted to take this episode. It's, we're running a little long, but mm, I would also like to take this opportunity to thank some Patreon people like by name even if I have to just run through them real quick. But I, I want to mention them by name because we really do appreciate it. I don't think we've ever done that. All right. So unless you're just about to pass out from exhaustion. No. Because it's uh, 10 till midnight.
2: Yeah, that's all right. Just got to birth right. a baby tomorrow. Bring life into this world. Oh, yeah? For yeah. real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be rested for that. No, I'm fine. Okay, here we go. Here's
1: the first voicemail. What up, two dudes? It's Sean.
3: How we doing today? I think you're doing Urban Champion, right? I can't really say much about that game. I have no clue. I don't think I've ever played it. I'm imagining it's like a beat up Well, I hope you guys had a fun time with that. I just wanted to share what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for all of you. I'm thankful for the two dudes. I'm thankful for all the dudes, Donneray dudes and D-Patters alike. Uh, I'm thankful for the community that you guys have built. Um, Everyone's just so freaking awesome. Uh, Every post that goes up, there's just like everyone's so welcoming. And it makes everyone just feel so included. So, again, thank you for making this this group, this podcast, just the way it is. (laughs) I don't know. I'm doing cartwheels over my thoughts. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this may come out to be a jumbled mess, but anyways, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope you enjoy uh, enjoy your turkeys. Uh, white meat's the only way to go. Dark um, meat just tastes funny. What do you guys think? Which do you guys prefer? All right. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks, Sean. Uh, <clears throat> by the way, yeah. we did not do anything with the community other than just say... People come talk. It's every, yeah. you all that's done it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, we don't even post all that much. We comment stuff. But anyways. Yeah. So that's, that's all on you guys, not us. But as far as white meat versus dark meat, <laughs> uh, what are you thinking, dude?
2: Oh, well, I would have to say white meat. But I doesn't mean I don't like dark meat.
1: See, here's the thing. If I'm eating it straight up, right, mm-hmm. if, if it's just on the plate with some gravy, I want the white meat. If I'm making a sandwich or something like that, uh, I'm probably leaning towards dark meat. That's true. I think it mixes better with bread. That's true. But I don't eat a lot of bread because bread's for losers.
3: You're a no-carb guy.
1: I'm I'm not a no-carb guy, but I'm a sugar as my carbs. I'd much rather eat candy or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's what what I am. All right, I'm low-carb. But when I do eat carbs, it's like ice cream or something. You know what I mean? Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's really sweet. It's ice cream. (laughs) All right. Uh, Sean called back again.
3: What's up, dudes? It's Sean again. Uh, Sorry for the back-to-back calls. As soon as I got off the phone, I realized I thanked everyone but you two. (laughs) So, Michael, Justin. Thank you for everything that you do. Um, you know, this is the first podcast I ever started listening to. The first one I ever called into. And I remember the first time I ever called in, like I had half of what I wanted to say scripted <laughs> out. So that I wouldn't sound like an idiot and I you know, I'd be able to like follow the train of thought. And, you know, here I am, like two and a half years later I'm just like verbal know, uh, Ooh, uh, <laughs> now here I am, like I just don't even care, like it's, you know, it's my voice getting out there, so you guys have helped me get over this this fear of being heard by other people, and I'm super thankful that even though you guys need to take breaks sometimes, life gets in the way, you're still always here, and you run one of the greatest groups that I've ever been a part of, so again, from bottom of my heart, to you guys, thank you. All right, with that,
1: later. Thank you, right, Sean. Thanks, Big time, Sean. thank you. Yeah. I didn't, we didn't know that I haven't, we didn't pre-screen these, so I didn't know that doing a Thanksgiving episode was going to be all, like, high and mighty, making me feel good about myself, but uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, though, I, again, uh, it really is, the community and stuff has nothing to yeah. do with us, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> we Absolutely. just, we just get on here and talk about video games, and amongst other things like ut football or but the community's all <laughs> the community's all you guys it's not it's not us yeah and sean sean it not only has he as he said gotten over his fear of other people hearing his voice he's got his own podcast nerdy thursday shout That's out correct. to them they uh, they do a good job i've mm-hmm. listened to every episode so far Yep. Yeah. and uh i'm digging it so all right here's another voicemail
3: Hey dudes, Chris from the Stone Age Gamer Podcast here. As your next game, Urban Champion, has inspired in my mind, I am thankful for 8-bit games with hip Tanaka soundtracks. Because no matter how good or bad, in the case of Urban Champion, a game may be, the sweet sounds coming off the sound chip will have made that game worth playing. Thanks for the awesome podcast, dudes, and keep playing games.
1: Thank you, Chris. The Stone Age Gamer Podcast, which Google translated to... There's the there's the train again. Sorry about that.
2: That's the one that just passed by here?
1: Yeah. So, uh, anyways, Chris from the Stone Age Gamer Podcast that Google translated to the Stone Age Camera Podcast. There so you go. So, actually, he's actually talking about the uh, cameras in the Stone Age on that
2: podcast. Oh,
1: anyways, he's got a good show, too. Yeah. I... I Arguably, uh, uh, full disclosure, I've not listened to all of his episodes. Uh, not his fault. Uh, Sean's oh. only got like eight episodes, so I'm able to listen to all of his. I've only got so much time, you know? That's right. It's, just, it's hard. It's hard. That's I try hard. to listen to everybody's podcast, but there's only so many hours in the day, unfortunately. But Chris's podcast is good. Stone Age Gamer, his is good too. So everybody... If, you're, if anybody out there is actually looking for more podcasts, so so far you've got Nerdy Thursday, great podcast, and uh, Stone Age Gamer, also also a great podcast. Right. All right, here we go. We got one more. Here we go.
3: Hey, two dudes, just wanted to call. This is Stephen Michael from Facebook. Uh, for the Thanksgiving episode, just want to say that I'm thankful for my family, my friends, this podcast, and President Trump. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
1: All right, uh, boy. thankful for President Trump <laughs> and this <laughs> podcast. Yeah,
2: sweet. Go I'm ahead. I'm thankful.
1: And- I'm thankful for President Trump too.
2: Yep, might as well be, right? Yep. Don't have a choice. That's what they say. Okay, All right.
1: so we're we uh, done. We're we're about done here.
2: I think so. Can't think of anything else. I also mm-hmm. like that Stephen Michael introduced himself as Stephen Michael from Facebook, as almost like he works for Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, maybe he does. Maybe yeah, I, I, we've never actually asked him what he does, so maybe, maybe he maybe. I think work. we did
1: actually ask him what he does on the uh, Bugs Bunny episode, didn't we? Maybe we didn't. I don't know. That's not something we do, so I don't yeah. know why we would have. Yes, we don't ask people. We usually don't do.
2: bring personal.
1: Yeah, we try not to bring personal up. So, as far as we know, Steven works for Facebook. Yeah.
2: Right. He may have just outed himself. Yeah,
1: story. he may have just outed himself. is going to be after him. Yeah. Zerkerberg. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, so we'll do, I'll do shout-outs. Uh, retro Junkies, there are other podcasts on there. There are some that are about systems that we don't like. <laughs> there's some systems that we do like. So go check them out, mm-hmm. Uh There's the We Dude, aka the We Guy. Check him out on YouTube. That's where you'll hear all, all of our tunes in the background, are thanks to all his hard work on YouTube. Yep. So go check him out. Uh, our awesome logo, which is the bangingest logo on YouTube. That's right. Or, and iTunes and anywhere else the logo is. Podcast period. Podcasting, yeah, in general. Right. Done by the Fox Dude. Right. Jason Fox Big thanks to him uh, That's all the shoutouts I got But let me run through some Patreon people real quick Alright If you don't care, if you got time Oh no, go ahead No, you do not have time, Don't you said No, <laughs> <So> go ahead <laughs> Okay uh, Let's see here This is great This is good podcasting Yeah I cannot find. <laughs> I cannot pull them up. Sorry. Yes, this is great. <laughs> <clears throat> normally, normally it's no problem, but today I just I'm not. This is not cooperating.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well. you oh, are you? Tra- okay. Oh, Never mind.
1: Well, go ahead. You can go ahead and tell them where to the find us. Yeah, you can find like- us
2: on uh, Facebook, Twitter, any social media. You can find us on nesdudes.com, then tendudes.com, and twodudesinanes.com. An You
1: can always call us at Michael. At Michael? At Michael. Please don't call me me at my house. Uh, But if you want to call us at our our voicemail number, you can call us at 775-773-8761. Or that number is 775-7retro1. Or you can go on our website uh, from a mobile phone, click on the little phone icon and call us from that. All right. And it works. We know it works. People have called us and told us it works.
2: So. All right. So, hit us with the Patreon.
1: Okay, I'm going to go with current Patreon donors, all right? We have had previous donors that have come and gone that are much harder for me to look up. So, I'm not going to look those up, but thank you to you all previous donors. We do appreciate it. Um we understand that things happen. You can, you come, you go, you know, it happens. Sometimes you come back, right? So we appreciate mm-hmm. it regardless. Right. You're just not as easy to pull up as the people who are currently donating. So that's who I'm going to go with. So big, big thank you to Stephen Michael from Facebook. Michael Winters, <laughs> aka at 8 First on Twitter. Go follow him. Uh, Hunnic Patreon, which is the Hunnic podcast. You remember... Um, Gosh, we almost had him on the show. I can't even remember, Jeremy. Mm, yeah, uh, I can't remember. I don't want. I don't want to say his last name, anyways. But the guy from the Hunnic Outcast mm-hmm, podcast. Right, right. Um, He donates. He and uh, another guy, uh, Jason. I think his name's Jason. I don't know. They donate as the Hunnic podcast, so I can't. Awesome. So I don't get to remember their names as easily. Yeah. Like. But Jeremy and I think Jason from the Hunnic. Outcast podcast. Um, big thanks to them. Go check out their podcast if you're looking for more podcasts. Uh, the Pixel Dad. Big ups to him. Brian Keating, the Grand Emperor. You can check out. He's got a blog or something. I think it's a blog. He may do more than just a blog, but I know he's got a blog. So the Grand Emperor's retro gaming blog or something like that. Check him out. Big thanks to him. Sean, dude Sean. Thanks mm-hmm. to dude Sean. He's always he's been a faithful Patreon donor from the start. Uh, and I feel like we don't thank him enough, but thank you to Sean. Uh, Thanks to Brian Voss. Also, actually most of these people that I've mentioned so far, almost all of them have been Patreon donors from the get-go, from the beginning, and have stuck with us, so thank you. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. Brian Voss, uh, Andy Lewis, the guy who not only donates to us on Patreon, but, Donates his time to help run the Two Dudes Trader and Traders Group and calls in with hilarious uh, car salesman things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so appreciate that, Andy. Right. Uh, also, oh, Andy, something else. Another thing that I could get you to sign. Andy sent us like four or five Bad Dudes cartridges. Uh, the game that we used yeah. to use as our logo. Yeah. He said he said we can have them to give out on the show to sign as long as we signed one of them and sent them back to him. So if we're going to do that, Andy, Sweet, uh, thank you for that. Uh, Mike Vito. Thank you to Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also has a podcast that the name is leaving my brain right now, but uh, maybe I'll think of before we come back to it. Sorry. It's like midnight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you. Thank you, Mike. Uh, thank you, Mandy. Uh, Mandy I always Can never pronounce Your last name Dacuna Dacuna Yeah Sorry Uh, Rob L Which I'm assuming That's Hoser Rob Luther Thank you Rob For uh, donating To us on Patreon Tom Foreman Thank you Tom So much Dude Ivan Dude Ivan Dude Ivan Is a donor All right, Glad he's a donor That means he gets to hear The Patreon episodes Where we Talk about him I mean we don't talk About (laughs) him You know It's all good things. It's all good things. All good things. Peter Panda. Thank you, Peter. He's been a donor for a long time as well. Thank you, Peter. Uh, He does a lot of conversating in the group, too. So Mm -hmm. thank you, Peter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dude Tim Van Autrieve has been a donor for a long time, too. And uh, he's been a longtime friend of the show, too. He came on one of our really early episodes. Uh, He also does two podcasts. Uh, the comic nerds unite and the Star Wars nerds unite, and I tried to get with him to do a tech podcast, mm-hmm. but he got really busy. Yeah, uh, right about the same time as I got less busy, so you know that happens. Yeah, maybe one, maybe one day, maybe one day. He's a big, he's a tech guy, so I still bug him about tech things. Do Greg with the SNES podcast and the PlayStation podcast. Thank you, Greg. Uh, Greg's also been a long-time donor. Uh, Insert Coin Toys, long-time donor. Thank you to them. They're kind of like a silent, uh, silent donor. They never we never really interact with them very much, and they never really ask for anything. Yeah. Um, And we've never really shouted them out or anything. But there you go. We just did. Thank Thank you to Insert Coin Toys. Um, Michael, oh, that's me. Sorry, I donate to the show too, just so everybody knows. And speaking of. I made, a, I made a deal a long time ago that whatever the highest donation amount is, I'll match it just to donate to the show. Because I don't want people to think that I'm not giving anything to the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, not that it doesn't eventually just come back to me anyways to help fund the show. But to help with the rewards, like to giveaway games, which is a reward tier that we dip in and out of. Mm-hmm. I will also donate to the show to the Help Giveaway game. So, that's what I do. Uh, dude Craig. Craig Helsel, which I'm sure I would mispronounce your name. Oh, crap. We gotta mention that, too. I don't even know if I've told you about this. Craig has donated a NES Raspberry Pi console to the show to give away for Christmas. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's he he put he made it himself he he put it together himself it is a I don't know anybody who's aware of what a Raspberry Pi is um, it's like a little mini computer with Linux as its mm-hmm. operating system but you can install um, you know like games on it right right um so he's he started that process and made it to where you can install your own games on it and made it workable where it's, you plug it in with HDMI, plug in original controllers to it, hit the power button, it comes on, you install your own demos onto it and then you can play it, right? right. So he donated that to the show. He made it and donated it to the show. I tested it. It works. It's awesome. And we're going to give it away for Christmas. So that is a big deal, actually. Yeah. So big thank you to Craig. That I know that's a lot of work. Um, the Raspberry Pis are, they're not expensive but I know they're they're not you know they're not free, right? So right. he he's he put he's put his own money he's put his own effort into it. Uh, so we really appreciate that, Craig. We really Absolutely. do. And I, I hope that all the other padders realize that you know that's a big deal that we and somebody's going to get that. Right. We haven't figured out how we're going to give that away yet. We're probably going to do like we do on most things. Do like some kind of a comment feed for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we'll do like a Christmas memories again. And mm-hmm. anybody who does anybody who uh, comments on that, maybe we'll get a an entry, right? And then maybe yeah. I don't, for something like this, I don't necessarily want to give Patreon donors an extra, but maybe we will. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But we'll for see. now, what do you think? Yeah. We'll talk about it after
2: the show. Potato sack race.
1: Potato sack race. Yeah. yeah okay. Probably from wherever you, whoever can get to, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, the fastest the in a potato sack. sack. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good <laughs> <thing>. uh, <laughs> And then Bob Sestodio I'm sure I always mispronounce your name, Bob. Sorry about that, but thank you. He's one of the guys that we owe a game to from about a year ago. So sorry, sorry Bob. Yeah. But thank you for continuing to be a donor nonetheless. And then finally, Dude Gabe Van Gilder. A very frequent poster in the group. We appreciate that, yes. Gabe, and we also appreciate you being a consistent donor. <sighs> that's all of them. I think that's all of them.
2: Awesome. That's I want to take of the time guys. to do that. It's a good group. Yeah, it's a
1: g- great group and of guys. Great group of guys and gal. Yeah, there we have one gal on there. So yeah. we appreciate that. And we hope we hope that it's worth your money. You know, we try to we've been trying to put out at least one episode a month. Sometimes two. This this month because of the election you got two. So
3: But yeah. we're doing our best.
1: Um and we're doing our best to do that and keep consistent with a regular podcast once every two weeks, the best we can. So, right. We want to make everybody happy. We don't. We want to make the people who don't donate happy too. Uh, obviously, we don't want to. We don't want to ever slack off there. So we want to try to keep the consistent two week episodes. Right. And then fill in as we can with Patreon stuff to make sure that you feel like you're getting your money's worth. If you're paying, if you're if you're donating more on top of getting the regular episodes, we want to make you feel, feel like you're getting your money's worth. So hopefully you feel like you are. And I need a drink of water after all that time. Yeah, surely. So you finish this out.
2: Close this out. All right. Please. So we've already told you where to get it. go find us. We've already told you about the Retro jerkies. We've already told you about this horrible game. So I guess there's nothing <laughs> left to say, but uh, listen for the tunes for the next game. And we'll see you next time. Right on. See ya. See you you <laughs>